Well, hi, hello, everybody. How's it going? It's good. I'm glad that you're doing. I assumed you answered. I don't know. I assumed you answered. But if you didn't, you know, please answer. It makes me feel good. Katie and I are on the road. We're in Gallup. I don't know where we are. <laughs> <laughs> I thought. I remember. I think it's Gallup because I thought we were in Dollop. Yeah, I think. Dollop, I think. Mexico, I'm pretty, wait, wait. It says on cool. the. It says on the TV. We're in. We're in. We're in Gallup. We're in Gallup. We're in so Gallup, New Mexico. The p- political polling out here is insane. It's pretty fun. Chinese uh, food's okay. Did you know that uh, it is the most patriotic town in America? That was scary. That, that was scary. sign was scary. That was on the sign. That was kind of scary. It was because I was like, I'm all for patriotism, but it felt like a warning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it felt like a warning. <laughs> it's like you have to wear red, white, blue everywhere. I know. Wear your colors. I'm like, oh, God. I was, a little ner- <laughs> I was nervous. I was like, they're going to know. They're going to know I'm gay. <laughs> I'm really excited for, to, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet, but I think it will. We're somewhere, some in Texas or something. We're going to walk into a place wearing a mask and somebody's going to be like, oh, you know, it's all a fail. Good old and I'm going to be like, all right, it's <laughs> all right, man. And it will be. A <laughs> but we will know that we are doing the right thing in keeping people safe and being respectful. Indeed, we shall. It is kind of fun when you're in a place like some rural place and nobody's wearing a mask. And you walk in a place and you're wearing a mask and there's one other person and they're wearing a mask and you look at each other and you're like, you got like that. Like, yeah. You got that game recognized game. Moment. Get that mask respect. You yeah. know, that's that's your new song. Oh, shout out, shout out uh, your pal, Austin. Go follow your pal underscore Austin on on TikTok. Top tier content. Also, Top tier internet content. What's listen. That? What? What's that? Do you hear that? Are we in the same room? Well, yeah, but also listen to how quiet this chair is. That is a very quiet chair. I'm just, I'm just swinging all around st- on this chair. You can all you want that chair. I know. Just give a little wobble. I'm so excited. That's the thing is your it's chair. completely silent. You're, my gosh, that's like, honestly. This is the best chair I've ever sat in. It's like mechanically fascinating. It's, I'm just, I'm so happy. Wow. I'm just going to spin around for the entire podcast. <laughs> you're going to hear. <laughs> it's going to sound like you're on a merry-go-round, like you're passing. <laughs> Hello. Oh, oh, a very dizzy Katie on, on, on this I am a little bit dizzy now. I was going to say. Um, well, so we're on the road. After we, not, not, a not, a, not an insignificant adventure. Yeah. Our wheel fell off. Well, nearly. It was, cl- I it mean, was, it was by chance that it did. It was, yeah. we could have died. Like, I keep thinking about that. I know. I honestly get knots in my stomach thinking like, about Like, so here's what happened, <sighs> dear listeners. So I was, I was, I was, I was doing a little driving shift. Eric was taking a little nap nap and Eric woke up and he was like, hey, I got to pee. I'm sorry. I just outed you as a person who pees. <laughs> 27 years. Nobody's known. Nobody's known. This was the um, last anybody heard of Katie. But so, but so I was like, and I was like, kind of like, I was a little annoyed because like i didn't need to stop and i was like oh fine whatever eric so we pulled off and like as we were pulling into like this like gas station in the in the middle of nowhere yeah like um, all the way the like middle. all the way the like literally just like we a just, horizon we just heard like around. like ka-thunk, 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 ka-thunk. and i was like oh that's weird the truck feels funny and like we both stayed like real calm and we like pulled off to the side of the road and i was gonna try and like make it into the gas station because we were like right by the driveway and then this like random man who was selling <laughs> honey on the he side was. of the road it was like, came like running into the road and he was like stop 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 and we're like what the fuck and so then he's like it's your wheel and so like we got out and we looked and we realized that like the the like lug nut 
bolt things had like sheared off yeah and so the axle was just like on the inside of the tire which is not where it was supposed to be but it was like it, it was like when you were in the mic when you take the microwave plate on the inside of the microwave there's a little spinny thing yeah but you, it's off to one side yeah it was exactly it looked, like, it looked that. like that it that was, was the exactly first like that. i was like oh, it's um like a microwave. and and so then so then what happened what had happened was uh and so then we so we it wound up that the gas station that we had found by chance when this thing happened was like 15 miles like outside of this like pretty significant like town in Arizona and so we just like wound up taking the tow truck and we got it but then it was like it took them like almost a day and a half to get it fixed and then we went on a secondary adventure to try and find a spare tire because we needed to get it it was a whole thing it was a whole thing and so having now spent an extra $700 that we weren't planning on spending uh, if you want to donate to the <laughs> to the to the Patreon, there's no smooth way. There's to do no that. smooth like, way to be like we, we are. We just spent on, so on much money on I mean, a tire falling off of the car. Luckily, you you insisted. I was like, oh well, I could just pay a bunch of like you know the first three months of my new apartment in Georgia right now because I just got my tax return and then she was like, Katie was like, like hold on to it because there is something is going to happen, and if we had, you hadn't done that, we would have been. A little screwed. Just a little, a little bit screwed. Little I would have had to take out a credit card like on the road or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, which I would have done. I, I also, I'm convinced out there, there is some, there's a ministry of sorts with people in fine bowler hats and they're out there and they're making sure that every time somebody breaks down the side of the road, there's like sort of an anachronistic old man with a snaggle tooth selling honey. He walks up and goes, hey, you haven't got trouble. It happens every time. Every time you pull over and some like timeless deity old man will come up. of old men in bowler hats. Well, there's your problem. Well, there's your problem right there. He was very nice, (laughs) though. And yeah. And but yeah, so so we shout out to Billy, the honey seller, Billy, the honey honey Um, seller person. But yeah, so that's what happened. But really, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash infinite quest. If you're interested in supporting our mission of advocacy and uh, education, or if you just feel bad for us because we got <laughs> stranded in Arizona for two days. Either or. It fine. was nice. It was like a little... It was, yeah, it was a little mini vacation. We're like, we couldn't do it. Like, we just had to sit in the hotel. Yeah, like, we, we couldn't get anywhere. Watched a lot of Chopped. Watched a lot of Chopped. Eric has a lot of opinions about how he would he would do Chopped. I do. Well, what I like... I do, for one, I do. I do indeed. But what I think is interesting about it, I mean this. I really... This isn't me humble bragging. Is... Or, or bragging about my humility. Who knows? Is... I know I'm probably wrong about like most of my opinions and that's what's fascinating to me is like by you know those chefs are all better than me they just are and so if I think like oh I would totally turn that into breadcrumbs and then you know poach that or whatever and then they'll you know two out of five times somebody will say like I was thinking about poaching it but I'm not because and they'll like explain because it gets tough if you do this and then I'm like oh cool so I like chopped because I always think I know what's up but then I usually end up learning something because one of them will have thought the same thing. And then sometimes they do that and then you get to feel cool. You're like, yeah, they did. My That's idea. super valid. It's very fun. But I like, I, I enjoy Chopped a lot. It was a good, it was a good, it was a good show. We watched a lot of Law and Order. A lot of Law which and Order, yeah. Early 2000s Law and Order does not age well. It doesn't, man. It really, it was, it, I felt weird. Like there, there'll be like a scene when, I don't know the names of like people, but there's, there's there'll be like a scene where 
<laughs> they're trying to arrest. They're trying to try to get a guy to go to jail because you know they're true justice he's a, system. He's a badman. He's a he's bad a badman. A badman. And uh, they'll be sitting in the district attorney's office and they'll be talking about how like <laughs> like we'll just lie. We illegally we'll obtained evidence. This evidence. <laughs> exactly. We'll, we'll just like, lie. Oh great! A cop is sending a black man to jail by lying. That's that's great. That's fucking Jesus. Uh, like, yeah. yeah. And, and then you're just like, oh no, it's supposed to be this. This is who we're supposed to be rooting for. But it's like kind of a problem. Like, yeah. The whole time they'll just like walk into somebody's place of work and be like, you fucking killed somebody, you piece of shit. And they'll be like, no. And then they'll find out that they're wrong. And they never apologize. There's never an apologizing sequence in Law of Order. There's where never... they're like, hey, we're sorry we kicked down your door. Like, oh, especially watching that whole John Oliver piece on um, police raids, which I, by the way, watch it. I mean, you got to watch every John Oliver piece. They're all important. Um, but it's like, wow, they just straight up, they're like figuring out ways around warrants and stuff. And it just doesn't, you know, when you're like a kid and you're like, you're police, like, cool. Now I'm like, Jesus. 40% of cops. Like, jeez, oh, man. <laughs> Anyways, it's an entertaining show, but it's definitely of its time. And it's it's also one of those first shows that's like, if you watch a show from the 60s, you're like, all right, obviously this is going to be really problematic shit going on. Um, but you know Law and Order is like a like, recent yeah. show. And it's like, whoa. You're like, damn. Or even like, especially they're, like. Well, they're like portrayals of like mental illness. Yeah. In like every single episode of Law and Order that features mental illness, especially like bipolar, they're always a murderer. Like it doesn't matter. It's like if you have bipolar, you are a murderer. You like are that a murderer, is what right. they seem to think in and like early every 2000s. scene, it's like. And yeah, you're they're you're jumping around one, the room, and then all of a sudden they're threatening to kill yeah, someone. It's they, like, God they're damn. like just it's like a bad mental illness stereotype, right. and it's like you. But I like I never like thought about it like as a kid, and you know it's like that. I, I like didn't watch Law and Order for a while, and so I was like, oh, this is this is kind of problematic. This is kind of this is kind well, of I think that's cool. kind of the scary part is that you know you don't think about it when you're a kid. Yeah, you just grow up with those assumptions, yeah, like just, oh, people with bipolar are fucking murderers. You know, yeah. and you're like, like, oh my god, you don't think about it. Nobody comes up to you and says, oh, by the way, that's just a drum. You know, that's a dramatization. Yeah, they're just trying to you know get people. <laughs> that's not like how, how it is. Nobody tells you those things. Yeah. There's never like a meeting. Where but you... it's weird because it's also like there's there's always like for me it's like is but if that's the only way. And I don't know, maybe that's why I'm so, like, passionate about, like, what we do. Because it's, like, if if that's the only way that it's ever presented, like, are they sensationalizing it? Or is that just what the writers understand oh, mental yeah. illness to be? You know yeah. what I mean? No, absolutely. And you're yeah. like, damn. That is, oh, God, that's, I don't, I don't know if this is, that's a new trend. That's, that's, I don't, I don't know. Like, part of me, I, I think it, Damn. Like my the, the the part of me that that wants to squash my cynicism assumes they didn't know any better, but part of me knows that they probably did. That they needed a plot device yeah. to get this person so to be something. The plot so like, oh, they're mentally ill. Every so they're crazy, mental ill know. part mentally ill person is a fucking murderer. Like, they do. I can tell in some episodes. I can tell that they're trying. Like they didn't quite have the language yet, but I could tell that they were trying, and I appreciate that. Like there was one episode where. Um, there's like the grand, there's this rich family, there's a grandfather and there's a grandson. The grandson started a fire on purpose. Somebody got killed. Um, and the whole thing is that the grandfather, the kid, apparently the kid did it because the kid was mentally unstable. Um, I think they never said specifically what he had, but it was, you know, voices in his head and that kind of stuff, something that needs to be treated. And the grandfather was hiding the fire, not because of the, the, the fact that he killed somebody, but the fact that he didn't want, there's a genetic component. So he didn't want people to think like, oh, my son has mental issues, has, has mental illnesses that need to be, or my grandson, therefore I must too. And the whole point was like, they were combating this like... negative idea that like, dude, hey, no, if somebody's mentally ill, we need to 
find them help. There's nothing wrong. It's not like I morally would be, wrong. I would be fascinated to like, and this could be like our secondary podcast, <laughs> but like go through like sort of the very beginning of like Law and Order, like like nineties Law and Order, and watch all the way through, and use that as like how oh, the conversation about like mental illness changed in our country. That's interesting. Because I feel like you can quant like the same the same thing with like how they like talk about like trans people right. has changed dramatically since like the early 2000s yeah. like the the verbiage has changed and like how they explain it has changed and like and just like you know it's it's like it's just like a whole thing and it's i just think it's really interesting that you can like use law and order as like a tracking device in order to like see how like the conversation has shifted in the country right i mean not to, not to mention they since they're just cranking out episodes they're still yeah. on right i think they're like yeah. one of the longest running oh yeah but since they're just cranking out episodes they have to constantly come up with new ideas and it seems like they use there's a lot of like whatever... rip from the headlines yeah exactly yeah. like you know internet addiction or like stuff well like that. i remember the one episode that we watched last night like with john stamos where he was like the guy who was like obsessed with having like as many babies as oh, possible yeah, that was like a user. real guy wow. there was like a real guy who got caught doing that and that was like their like sensationalized version of it where it was john stamos poking holes in condoms jesus <laughs> God damn it. And you ever see John Stamos as a villain? Now that's really weird. That's true. Like, oh no, Uncle. But he was like face? he was like an anti-villain because he was like, yeah, that's what I do. It's fine. And you're like, mm. oh no, that's not okay. That's not cool. John Stamos, no. no. I think that would be really interesting. I'd love to like do like get all the scripts to every Law and Order episode mm -hmm. and make like a word cloud. So like you could do like an offensive It would just be a billboard size dun dun. <laughs> the, the, by far the most said thing in Law Dun dun. Dun dun. The big, big, it would be like a word cloud, just big dun dun in the center. Dun, dun. And then a bunch of little, like, that's honestly, on the that's outside. like a fucking graphic design poster for Law and Order. And if somebody it makes is. it for me, I will send you a dollar. You would pay them for making I will your pay idea? You, I will pay you at least $5 to make me a graphic design Law and Order. <laughs> dun dun. Just dun dun. I want one. But, I then, want one. but then the back of it is like, and this is in the <laughs> this is criminal justice system. <laughs> just, <laughs> then it would. It would be like, you know, like, you can get posters that are like, the complete works of Shakespeare. Yeah. It'd be like that, but it's just... Yeah, but it's just every episode of Law and Order. <laughs> well, like, one of the worst ones, like, ones that, like, I, I can't watch them anymore because it's so, so just like, holy shit, how did we think that was okay? Um, but, like, early 2000s, kind of, like, bro-y, skateboard-y kind of oh, movies. Oh, yeah. Like, the way that, like, if there's a trans person in that show, the whole point, or in the movie... Is just to mock them. Is just to mock them relentlessly, and they're... It's, it's yeah, it's brutal. gross. Yeah, but, like, that's, like, that's, like, yeah, it's really interesting to me, like, just how much stuff has changed, even in the last, like, decade of how we, like, talk about yeah. mental illness and, like, you know, uh, gay rights and trans rights. And, like, I think, like, Law & Order, like, literally just had, like, a non-binary person on for, like... Like the, like an actor, like it was like a big deal when they f like hired like a real life non binary person to like be on Law and Order, and it was like whoa, whoa. And then yeah, and there was like a whole thing in the courtroom where they're like, well, they actually use they them pronouns, and the judge is like, what? I'm old. <laughs> Explain for me, the avatar of the audience, what this means. Exactly. Right. You mean like when somebody <laughs> buys too many scratchy lotteries? I don't know how. This has only happened to me like once or twice in some random comment section. Um, but when somebody specifically asks like me, like, how do I, uh, how, you know, they, somebody who doesn't understand like the concept of they, them pronouns be like, what, 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 so they're not a guy or a girl? Like what? I'm like, no, no, that's it. That's the whole explanation. No, they are neither a guy nor a girl. They are them. Like that's the whole fucking, that's there's nothing else I can tell you here, man. Like, 
ugh, you know when you, you go up to I mean, a baby and you're like, oh, what's, you know, his name? And they correct your pronoun and you just go, oh, sorry. And then you just use that pronoun. So to say it's just that easy. It's yeah. that fucking easy. It, I mean. I don't know how to explain to somebody you just shouldn't be a fucking dick. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, pre- f- I appreciate you you taking one for the team for me sometimes because I know people ask on like your TikTok about my pronouns, which is weird, but it's okay. Like, well, I don't know. I think excuse a... me, white man. Do you approve <laughs> of your partner's pronouns? Well, I think it's a fear thing. I think they're afraid that if they ask you directly, then maybe that's not like a, you that's personally, like a very, but like, like that's somebody's a very, like, gonna kind out take. Yeah, well, I don't mean to assume that everybody who does like isn't good. It's I think okay. it's good to recognize good faith it's because true. I you also know. liked it when that one lady said that we were disgusting and pathetic, and it made me really sad. And I what. Yeah, Who somebody, said that? somebody commented on your TikTok about our relationship, and she said that we're disgusting and pathetic. About our a TikTok I posted about our relationship? Yeah. No, like just in the comments. Oh. It was one of your random TikToks. Somebody asked if we were dating, and, and then they people were like, yeah. And then it was like a whole thing where we were like disgusting and pathetic. Oh, that's delightful. Yeah. I kind of like, that's 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 delightful. It's, just to like, know that our love is pissing off some like, jackass somewhere. I was like, mom, how did you get a TikTok? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, all right. So what this episode is, the idea for this episode. Eric, it has been 17 minutes. Uh, if you had said seven, I absolutely would have believed you. Yeah, so 17 minutes are five minutes. We are road, road happy. Road tired. Road tired. Yeah. We're in a cool, I set up a nice, a cool little recording little thing. I took the pillows off the couch. I'm very proud of it. It was a nice West There is couch. a point to this episode. There is. Well, there was going to be. Well, so what we want, we're driving across the whole country. Everything I own in life is in this car. I, I've lived in California for 10 years. And I just left California for, you know, probably not the last time, but you know, I'm not going back. Um, and I'm about to, we're, well, we're about to, I'm embarking on a whole thing because I'm moving across the country, but we're embarking on a whole new thing that I don't want to speak for you, but I care about more than anything else I've done without question. It's like the biggest, most important thing in my life. Both you, just like my relationship with you is the Aww. best thing I've ever had with me. Sorry, a little sappy moment for you real quick, but also okay. Infinite Quest and, and the, the mission yeah. of, of destigmatizing and advocating for and educating about ADHD. Like, that's, it's, it's, it's finally here. It's like, I feel like, I don't know if, if, if you, dear listener, have ever felt this, but I certainly felt this way for a very long time, that like I was waiting for Act 2 to start, you know? Like, I was going to work, I was doing my job, I was doing it well, I was learning, but there was never felt like Act 2 was starting. It felt like I was still in like come on when's it gonna happen and then this happened and act two happened and i remember thinking back to in act one which is you know before i met you um i remember thinking act two doesn't just happen you have to do something you know nobody's gonna walk up to you on the street and say hey i'm looking you look like you should be in the pictures and then like (laughs) maybe that happened i don't know but i didn't expect that to happen um and this kind of i don't think i think for most people an act two type thing one, lives don't follow act structures, so this whole thing is a dumb analogy anyways. Wow. Um, but for me, I, I'm glad it was something so toweringly abrupt and different so that I didn't have to play the game of like, is this it? Is this the thing? Is this, you know, before, because before it was every restaurant I went to. I was like, is this the restaurant where I meet the person that I'm going to start a bakery with? Or is this the restaurant where I'm going to meet the person who's going to mentor me for the next 10 years or so? And you're always like, is this the place? Is this the right decision? But with this, there was no decision to be made. It was just a fucking course we're going to do this, or I'm going to do this. You know, not, I don't, again, I just don't want to speak for you, but I was like, yeah, I'm fucking all the fuck in. And now it's actually happening. And, you know, if you got to the ADHD, emotional permanence <laughs> and whatnot is hard to, to hold on to. So, like, for me, when I go on trips or 
there are big changes. It doesn't feel like it's actually a real thing until it, it actually is. And so, like, even when we were out here and we were, like, packing up the apartment for the last time and I was getting over, it still felt like just a regular day just because of the scenery. The sensory input was the same as it had always been. So I was like, oh, it's Tuesday. And then even as we were driving, I was wrecking, you know, I was for the, the first, you know, 10 minutes of the drive was just my drive to work every morning. And so I was like, all right, this is all normal. And then we didn't get off on our exit for to go to work <laughs> that I would normally get off at. We drove past it. And I stopped recognizing things. And I was like, holy shit, it's happening. That was like the moment it was real. So anyways, and we had nothing to do but sit and talk and think in the car forever. Um, so we wanted, anyways, the point at the 20 minute mark, the point of this episode is supposed to be what our intentions are for the next, I guess we could say for the next season of the podcast, but for the next going forward time. The, the pressure I feel in this moment to say something like beautiful and important is so high i'm so glad I, I i installed that spotlight in this you hotel did. room it's weird that right, you when you were in the, in the shower it's true i like that it's a mover well i think i like i don't remember, i think my mom said this to me i don't know where she heard it but the idea of a new year's resolution is sketchy because you can fail at it if your new year's resolution is to make 10 billion dollars which don't make that your new what are you doing Come on. I mean, if you want to make $10 billion so that you can then give it to charity and stuff, that's cool. I want to make $10 billion so I can I can accidentally get invited to a sa the same party as Jeff Bezos, and then I can accidentally punch Jeff Bezos right in the face. Right in the face. But like, pretend like I'm, I'm stretching, and then like give him, yeah, and I just want to like kiss well, him on the top of the head and then walk away and never explain it. And then just be like, one time... I kiss Jeff Bezos and I punch Jeff Bezos and then I kiss Jeff Bezos on the top of the head and then and I hope he thinks about that every day for the rest of his Just life. The strangest experience. <laughs> All right, everybody. Today is day one of getting Katie ten billion dollars so she can punch Hi, everybody and then kiss Donate Jeff Bezos to my on the head. Kick starter. <laughs> my punch starter. Punch and then kiss, kiss Joe my Bezos. My kiss starter. My kiss starter. Hey, that was good. That was pretty good. That was good. But Jeff Bezos could just buy For legal purposes, this is a, this joke. Is a joke. I don't right. actually want to punch Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I feel like I would be too mad to actually punch. I'd just be like, what are you doing? Like, That's why? That's what I would be. I'd be like, dude. Why? Dude. Dude. You know how easy it could be for Jeff. you to just be like. Jeff? Jeff. Can I call you Jeff? <laughs> Jeff. What are you doing, bud? Bud? Champ? Champ? Bud? <laughs> Hey there, sporty. Sit down, old supportive dad. I was going to fucking riff on that for like 10 minutes, and then I decided not to because it's hot. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, I, eyes, Jeff, eyes look at me. No, no, not to. No. You already had a Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have another. You already had a glass of water, Jeff. <laughs> if I had like obscene amounts of money like that, how fun would it be to just walk around the world? Giving out Snickers bars? Giving out, well, yeah, of course. I mean, duh, step one. But like you walk past like a couple sitting there talking about how they don't know how they're going to pay their mortgage. You can just like, stop. Uh, how much is your mortgage? And you just pull out a check, like 400,000. Like, here you go. Bye. And then you just move on. Or like I you mean, go to a yeah. restaurant and you see that they're like, struggling their your whatever is really their their mixing machines really shitty and they're like fuck and you just been like oh i bought you a new one also your I, just, I feel like paid, that's you know? like i would just like after the ghosts of christmas past like if i became jeff bezos rich that's what i would do is i would just like i would just ebenezer scrooge like after after i would just go around bringing joy and delight have a tiny like i'd have a tiny orphan that i carried around all the time on my shoulder <laughs> Giving out distributing large turkeys. <laughs> turkeys for everybody. It would get weird. I just have an ice cream truck full of frozen turkeys. 
<laughs> I think families that don't have the resources to cook it, like, yeah, just be like excuse me, hey, I know you live in a one-bedroom apartment. Do you but have an oven <laughs> big enough pound. to fit a forty-pound turkey? No, great. Here you go. Here you go. I will die on this hill, Eric. I will die on this hill. <laughs> My intentions for next season of the podcast is to make the entire world aware. Of the wrongs that Ebenezer Scrooge is going to say, everybody gets a turkey. Everybody gets a turkey. Gets a turkey, and inside the turkey will be a, a whole, will be an essay. It'll be a turducken. <laughs> a turdesse? That's just a, a bad turducken. essay. It's a turducken. Turd essay. A t- well, I know, but I know what a turducken is. But oh. if, if, the, if the turkey is stuffed with an essay It'll describing. Turd. Tur essay. A turd essay. Turd essay. Well, I guess the D comes from duck, so it would just be a tur essay. You put the essay in a duck. And then it would be a turd there you go. essay. Turd essay. Or just you could just write a bad essay and then it would be a turd essay. Aww. No, oh, my I, essays are good. I know your essays are good. I'm just... Eric. Turd essay. It's funny, Katie. Should we? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yes. Just 24 minutes in. So I, the concept of New Year's resolution is weird to me because you can fail at it. If your New Year's resolution is like, I want to get this promotion or I want to do this thing, there's a good chance through no fault of your own, you won't. And then you will have failed at the thing. So fuck that. I think <laughs> what I like are resolutions... To, to resolves to, I guess, approach the world in a certain way. What kind of energy that you want to approach the world with? Like, for example, me, I want, like, generally, not just with Infinite Quest, but like, I want to continue to like, to go into the parts of my mind that are dark and scary to me that I usually ignore. Like, I, when I feel that feelings that I don't like, I'm gonna try to sit with them and engage with them, rather than, you know escape to minecraft world or something like that and note that i said try i'm not saying i'm going to do that every time but i'm going to do my damnedest to do that when it when it can be done sometimes you gotta you gotta not deal with it and you gotta fucking play some minecraft but that i think would be (laughs) big for me i want to continue trying to unpack the shitty things that have happened to me in my life and the good unpack just all the things that happened in my life and try to find ways to help other people with with those experiences you know that kind of stuff. That's really nice. Yeah. What do you What do you got? What do you got, Katie? You trying to be more fucking wholesome than me, Katie? Are you trying to out wholesome the whole whole the holster the holster <laughs> the holstmeister the whole the whole motherfucker some, the, the whole smallier. <laughs> the whole smallier. The whole, oh, you you're deflecting, Katie. No. Or you were stalling, maybe. I don't uh, know. You don't have to, Katie. I, I, I'm, I'm being a jerk. I'm sorry. You don't have to fucking say anything. This is going to be all the episode. My favorite thing is talking about my feelings. I love feelings. So it, yeah. Feelings are cool. Yeah. Feelings well, are Well, you don't fun. talk about feelings. Let's fuck that. What do, you, what do you want to do with Infinite Quest in the next year? Your dream. What What's the best way that Infinite Quest could be? I want a TED Talk. Yeah. I want a TED Talk so fucking bad. Um, I mean... I don't know. It's the con. The concept of the concept of intentions is is weird to me right now because I'm 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 having my own little crisis right now in life. I haven't told you about this crisis. I'm gonna really? I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna tell you right now live on our podcast. Oh, but I made the mistake of not setting intentions when when all of this started because it's just it's been a roller coaster it's just been you get on and you fucking buckle in and you hope for the fucking best and i have been in the new york times and i've been in cosmo and i've been in vice and i've been in fucking 
attitude magazine, you know, like I've been what a lot of people would call very successful already. Um, and I don't want that to be my peak. Like, I don't want that to be good enough. Like I was like, Oh yeah, like it was cool. You know, like I want to keep growing, but part of it. And I realized, I don't know if this is going to sound entitled or not. Like, I don't want it to sound entitled, but like my goal my my like whole goal like one of my top 10 life goals was to be on a panel at Dragon Con because it was just something that was like really important to me and I really wanted that and like we're going to be on 7 like they invite like we're invited guests like we're 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 being like honored by Dragon Con for like the work that we've done we've only been doing this for like a year and so I feel really weird about goals right now because I feel like every time I hit a goal, there's no dopamine in the goal because mm. the the goal just gets hit. And I go, oh, like well, I got a panel at Dragon Con. What do I do next? You know, but it doesn't feel like anything because I just spend the entire time working to get to the to the panel or whatever that I don't even get that moment to like enjoy it. I just go, okay, cool. So like, well, that I didn't feel any, I don't feel any different. I don't, you know, like, that's the thing is like, I woke up and I read my name in the New York times for a thing that I care so much about. And it was so much fun. And I love doing like Sotnip stuff. And it's like the best thing, but like it, for some people like that, like that would be the most extraordinary moment. I just want to well, they, they led with me, <laughs> like I opened that article, but I, I don't feel any different, but now, you know, as, as seen in the New York times. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just like, it's just weird because I feel like anytime. Oh, fuck. I just had a podcast breakthrough. Oh, we need a sound effect for that. I think it's because every time. Oh, this is getting so therapy-ish. But it's because, Eric, every time I have ever gotten excited for something, my hopes have been dashed. Every time I've ever deeply cared about something or, like, wanted something, like, wanted something with my whole soul, I didn't get it. And every time I left something up to chance, every time I left something up to like, you know, just, yeah, whatever, we'll see what happens. That's how I ended up at the Kennedy Center. Like, that's how I ended up with like, that's how I feel like my successes come to me. Like, if I like really, like desperately hope to like be on Sesame Street, I'm not going to get it. Like, I'm just, I just know I'm going to ultimately be disappointed. And so like, I make jokes about being on Sesame Street and I kind of am like, oh, sure, it would be fun to be on Sesame Street. Like in that way, that's like, you know, Sesame Street producers if you're out there. But like, I know deep in my soul that like, I don't actually ever want that to be a goal because if I don't get it, I will be heartbroken. Hmm. <clears throat> what are you trying to get out of the goal? Like, what is the thing that the goal, reaching the goal is providing for you? I don't know. Like, I think some of it is just like, I mean, some of them are silly, you know, which is, I, cause again, goal is different than an intention. 
but like being on Sesame Street to talk about ADHD would be like the, the fulfillment of every single childhood fantasy that I ever had. Like I became an actor because I wanted to be on Sesame Street. Like that was like one of the first like things was like, I wanted to be on Sesame Street and I wanted to be on Star Trek. And like, that was like what I wanted to do when I was a kid. And so like, that would be, it would just, it would, it would be important. It would be important to me. It would be symbolizing that like I have worked and I have done things that have made people look at what I do and say, like, you are valid and what you're doing is important and, you know, come be on Sesame Street and talk about ADHD or whatever. Like, I think for me, it's like goals are, goals are weird because they're usually, they're, for me, I usually set like external goals. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not like, it's not like personal fulfillment. It's like external validation. Because I'm a burnt out, gifted, and talented kid, Eric. <laughs> and that's what we crave is external validation. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I mean, that's not encoded. This got so dark so quickly. Get, Jesus Christ, I'm get. so sorry. Well, was dopey, sorry. We can delete all of this. Uh, unless you want me, we, I was going to say we're not, like, but I'm not going to publish something without your permission. Thanks, so my, my bit failed midway <laughs> between my brain and my mouth. I was like, oh shit, I'm not going to say that. Um, I mean, I. Because, like, I don't know. Like, because my intentions are so big. Yeah. Like, like, my intentions are, like, you are moving across the country mm-hmm. to expand on a dream that started out of two long Zoom calls, you know? Yeah. Like, and this yeah. has become something, I think, more than maybe even we comprehend. Yeah. And that's terrifying well i think i i mean i'm i never want to sound like i'm speaking from a position of having the answers like i don't want to sound i've gotten chastised for this before because i give speeches and shit um but so i don't want to sound like oh well good thing i'm here to teach you this thing like i don't want to sound like that i struggle with all the things um but sometimes when i'm struggling with all the things i think i might know why i'm struggling with them and that sometimes that can be useful but i think um, I mean, there's a number of ways that I, I attempt, again, I intend to approach this in my head. Um, I think, <clears throat> oh, that's, that sounds so mean, but that's not what I, well, for one, I think it's not better to be pessimistic and right than optimistic and wrong. So if you try for the goal and fail, I would rather try for the goal and fail than not, you're going to fail both ways. You can fail by trying and failing, or you can not try, in which case you failed. And obviously, I mean, this is cliche. You probably see this on a poster <laughs> in, a, in a kindergarten classroom. But the failure is not try. I mean, I absolutely believe that. It's cliche saying, but I absolutely believe that. The failure would be not try. Trying your hardest and failing is not, it's just it's not failing. You didn't do the thing, but it's not failing. Like when I moved to California, I was trying, my goal was to open a world-class bakery. I didn't. But I learned a living fuck ton about myself and science and bread and I met crazy interesting people and I met you eventually and I don't regret a goddamn thing. So I, I failed at starting a bakery, but fuck no, I didn't fail because the entire time I was trying my ass off to do it. And I learned a lot and I became a better person because of it, I hope. So the failure is not in not achieving the thing. The failure is not trying. And it's okay to fail either one of those ways. It's okay to, you don't have to try and succeed at everything you want to do. You just don't. That's up to you how you will live your life. 
So that, and again, I don't want to speak from a place of like, I'm perfect. That's how I always view things. I no. fucking don't. I struggle with all that stuff too. But yeah. like if I were, if my brain were the perfect version, if I could snap my fingers and make my brain any way, that's how I would approach it. Um, okay. Well, I think also I'm just like massively overthinking this because I get nervous. Because your brain's really smart and it likes doing that. It, yeah, I do. I do like to overthink. I like. I love a good overthink. Oh, you love it. They're yeah. spicy. Look at spicy overthink. At the end of it, it turns into that scene from the, like everything turns into that scene from the Matrix when Neo gets revived and Pew. it's all the the green things yeah. falling. That you no, can I see. always get the like. It's like the um like the beautiful mind like math. Oh, cool. Get the, the green numbers. I get like nice. the, the chalk numbers. I you know what's fun for me sometimes? I really like um, uh, Daredevil. I like the idea of that Daredevil doesn't you can't see in the way that we see. Right. But in his head, he has a amazingly accurate scan of the entire environment around him so he can see actually he can perceive better than we do he just can't see and i like it like toff from uh from avatar the last airbender i love her she's blind but god she... damn it spoilers eric what? i'm not i haven't even gotten there yet oh i'm just saying there's a blind <sighs> kid i'm sorry she's great it's season two katie get on yeah Come on. i have I'm, Come on. I'm still working on season one all right we're gonna we're gonna it's have like, to accelerate it's, that. It's... Like fine. Chris and I are gonna join forces. You gotta sip it. You gotta sip it. Like tea. Like tea. You make a tea is just hot leaf water. Is it? It's not. But that's a that's a reference to season three. Oh, that's exciting. Get on my level. Exciting. Please, it's an amazing show. You gotta watch it. But another thing is, my dad said this. Um, So my dad has largely succeeded at everything he's tried to do. It's not that he hasn't had a life full of hardships. He absolutely has. But professionally speaking, he's succeeded at everything he's tried to do, and. I feel like as my dad gets older, he he's starting to like boil things down and make when we talk to each other more dense in terms of what he wants to teach me from being alive for as long as he has. Mm-hmm. And one of the largest lessons that he tries to instill in me is that you're not going to feel fulfillment from your professional successes. You might get stuff out of those professional successes that are fulfilling, but the fact that you got the promotion those those aren't the things that lead to liking yourself eventually. And so for us, having goals of like, I want to speak at DragonCon or, or I want to TED Talk, all those things. Of course, I want those things. I absolutely do. But I try to view them as I want those things because ultimately what actually satiates that fucking thing is knowing that you've contributed to the goodness in the world. I know that's cliche. I fully fucking mean it. Like... When we speak at a panel on DragonCon, maybe something we say will fucking help somebody in the audience. And that's amazing. And I don't mean to say that you're selfish, Frank. I know that you think about that all the time, which again, like I'm not trying to say that I am having these thoughts and you're not. <laughs> I know you think about that because we've talked about that. But for me, that's the best way of escaping this weird, like h- horrible choice of I can either try and fail, which would hurt. I can not try and fail, which would hurt. Or... Perhaps the worst of them is I could succeed spectacularly and it will be nowhere near as good as I thought it would be. That's possibly the worst one. And the only way to get out of that is realize that, you know what, this isn't about fucking me and my accomplishments or how I feel. It's about what those things can do for other people. I so mean, I if, if Infinite why... Quest collapses today, which I hope it doesn't, we will have helped a lot of people. I mean, and I that's think, what really yeah. And again, I really don't. I know. I, I know no, because okay. I'm making this point, it makes it sound like you're not trying to make that point. I know that's how you view it because no. I mean, we're I think I think like part of it is that I don't like I don't know how to distill the intentions that I have because hmm. like I like because when we originally conceived of this episode, 
you know, a day in a truck breakdown ago wouldn't, and we're like, <laughs> it seems so easy. We're like, oh yeah, we'll do like a little like time capsule episode. <laughs> yeah. We'll just be like, oh, like we'll listen back and like, uh, you know, the end of this time next year. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know how to like say all of the things that I want to say about what I see this becoming or like what it could be. Because, like, it's it's all just, like, I just want to help people. Like, I yeah. just want people to understand that, like, they're not alone and they're not broken. And, like, yeah, your brain is a scumbag, but it's not a moral <laughs> failing, you know? And, right. like, and that's the thing is, like, I don't, like, I don't know how many ways I can say that before it becomes uninteresting. And, like, everything, like... Sesame Street, like the the reason why I like so desperately want Sesame Street is because like I look at that and I think like what would have happened if you know six year old Katie who lived and died by Sesame Street saw my episode of Sesame Street and went oh like you know ADHD looks different in like little girls like me and so like you know and that leads to something later on or like you're nicer to the kids in your classroom or like you know what like there's so much Mm -hmm. that I feel like every one of my like professional goals contributes to this notion that I have about like I just want to do good in the world Mm. you know and so it's it's, so it's stuff like that it's and it's not like i don't know it's the same with the ted talk like that's like i make jokes all the time about the ted talk but the reason why i want a ted talk so bad is because it would force me to find my voice in a way that i've never had to before Hmm. Because you get 12 minutes. Right. You get 12 minutes to, like, say what the fuck you're going to say. Yeah. And, like, I don't know what I would say in 12 minutes. Hmm. But I, I think it could be spectacular, you know? And it's, you know, so, like, if I, I don't know, like, I guess, like, if I'm setting intentions, like, maybe my intention is, like, I, I want to stop worrying so much about inadvertently saying the wrong thing and just saying the things that like are are important to me because i i keep seeing over and over and over that like the things that i'm passionate about and the things that matter to me like there's a place for that conversation and there's like a a clearly top 50 podcast like people i don't know dear listener i think people like listening to us and so like maybe that helps some people along the way yeah i think I don't know. Wanting this to... is a very bad episode. No, it is not, Katie. No, <laughs> it's really it is bad. not. We should start. To be honest, I forgot we were recording for a little bit. I was just talking to you. That's that's that's. <laughs> I don't know. That's maybe that's indicative of it being a good episode. I think it's great. I think you're fantastic, and being being a person who's in a position to to hear the things that come out of your friggin' brain is a privilege. <laughs> I mean it. I, mean, I made you listen to four hours on the history of the Borgia Popes today. I was asleep. That's why I memorized all of it. I'm, I'm like Tony Stark did. Tony Stark did. <laughs> well, um, I think being for me, like growing up as a as a dude, um, and by that I mean a, a male. Um, sometimes I guess I always say like I use dude completely like regardless of gender. I should I need I you know I've been working on it. So it was just used me saying dude right there specifically in reference to being a man. I was like, oh shit, maybe I gender that term more than I actually think I do. 
Huh. We love we love a little self-reflection. Well, that's interesting. Anyways, but being a, a, a male, a guy in high school, and well, into all the things, um, I, there are a lot of things that I really wish somebody who I looked up to had said to me. And I want to be the person that says those things. And I think trying to be the person that you would like to have had is a very efficient way of becoming or above is a very is a very good way of being an excellent person basically i think just what would i what would have really helped me i'm going to do that to the world i wish somebody come up and said to me like he said to the 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 person who has a very like hi i'm your supportive dad on (laughs) (laughs) it's almost like i do that for a reason well like i wish somebody had come up to some some you know mentor figure had said to me like hey dude what's up you know 14 year old eric like you know you you don't have to want to fuck all the time if somebody wants to have sex you're not obligated to have sex with them you're not you don't have to be a fucking a little capsule of masculinity not that i was attempting to but i i was existing in that world and i wish somebody had come up and said like hey dude like it's okay to be whatever the fuck you are like it's okay i mean i think everybody could benefit from that but specifically in my context i think a lot of i've made this point a couple times before and i keep getting more uh aggressive with it i guess or more bold in it every time we say it but like 99 percent of the world's problems are caused by an insecure fucking male man who just can't fucking who who's terrified of the inside of their own brain and so they just hurt other people like how many svu episodes <laughs> i mean i know that's fiction so that's you right know, but the most believable stories are the ones where a man's being a fucking jackass. That's <laughs> not wrong. And so like, if you're going to write a story, people are going to believe that's who the villain's got to be. And a lot of it comes from people don't just sit down boys and say like, Hey dude, like the, if you see a guy who's like obsessed with seeming like the strongest, most masculine, man, he's the weak one, not you. The weak one is the person who lets everybody else dictate how they're going to be in their own identity. The strong person is who the fuck they are, or at least tries. It's not easy to be who you want, but it, is, it has their own fucking thing. So if you like sewing or football or acting or dirt or geology, what the fuck ever. It's all do the things that you like. Fuck anybody who tells you that that's wrong. I would have that would have saved me a lot of fucking trouble. <laughs> and... People, though, I, I think that's not getting said to a lot of young boys um, or boys. I don't know. You know, or I mean, I kids. Kids, because like, I think like I'm. I feel the same way. Like, I think I feel less about because I mean, because my background is weird too. Because I went to like super conservative Catholic right. school where like sex like wasn't ever like on the table, is you know. But like, I feel like what was it in a bed or something? <laughs> Yes, missionary only it. only for procreation no fundies <laughs> you don't get a fundies pass i'm sorry Eric. it's a sin um but like i i mean yes but i think that like that is that's like what's become something that's like really important i think i don't i don't want to speak for you but at least for me like with infinite quest it's like we can have those conversations and we can be like hey Let's just let's just talk to you know the teenagers listening. Why also listen with a, a parent's permission, please? Fruit <laughs> right. snack warning. Um, but you know, like I don't know, like I just I just think like I really like. I just I feel so lucky to have this right now, to where I can I can throw up my phone and I can say like, 
hey, you're enough as you are. Sincerely supportive dad. And like, like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like sometimes you could look at my content and be like, oh my God, she's like so trite or she's just being so like, so it doesn't mean anything, but like it does, like it does mean something to me. Like, and it's, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where I was going. With no, that. I, I agree. I think it's, it's uh, things that are cliche or, or, or we consider to be platitudes. I think a lot of them, they can only get to be a cliche if there's some truth inside of it. Yeah. That caused it to become something that people say all the time. That doesn't mean there aren't to say cliches that are bullshit. Um, but things shouldn't be discredited because they're cliches. Um, and in our our line of work, I find myself wanting to say like something that I think might like jump the shark because it's so like, well, like a second ago, you know, the only failure is not trying at all. Like that's kind of trite and cliche, but like, fuck yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not gonna not say it because it sounds a little cliche. Um, but I, I think there's also a lot of I don't know if pressure is the word, but it's very high stakes. Like, well, you you've expressed this on the podcast before. Um, where when you get a, an amount of messages on TikTok that you can't, you can't give just, you want to write a whole thing for each person, but like you, that would take all day. You just can't. That fucking sucks. That hurts knowing that like, I could maybe be helping this person more, but I can't. And that's a really poignant thing. I you mean, know? that's the worst part of all of this. It's like hand, hands down. It is the worst part is knowing that. I am never, ever going to be able to help everybody who needs yeah. help. And it like it it upsets me. It upsets me that I don't have enough time to answer all my messages. Like I get so angry and so frustrated. Cause it's like everybody's questions are good. Everybody's questions are important. And like, yeah, it might be the same question 30 times, but like they don't know. Yeah, that, to them, it's the first time. You know? And so it's just like, ugh, I struggle with it so much because I'm like, who am I like? inadvertently murdering because I didn't answer their fucking question. Like mm. it's just fucking, ugh. it keeps you up at night. Yeah. It does. I don't sleep anymore, which is fun. <laughs> I used to just have a whole sleep schedule. It was amazing. We've been pretty good lately. We've been pretty good. Well, pretty good. I mean, before the last sun comes up at least, you know, right. It's not bad. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. I think, do you ever have, do you have those stats that like live in your head? That like you just like I like literally sleep over that they're like oh my god I need to fix that somehow I need to be part of fixing that for me it's um, uh, boys and girls which I'll use to you know males and females um, cry at roughly the same rate until eight after eight years old boys cry significantly less because that's when it starts that's when the boys don't cry pull yourself by your bootstraps buck up kid. You know, be a man. That's when it fucking starts. And from that moment on, that kid is just swimming through a sea of bullshit. And they're probably going to end up hurting other people because of it. And that's that fucking fucks me up. That's valid. Yeah. This has been a very weird episode. Yeah. All of our episodes are weird. That's why that's why I like I it. Sometimes they're all a little I feel disjointed. Like sometimes we we at least stray to the point that we're trying to make. <laughs> we we touch on it. We we maybe you know, like, dance about the bush. I mean I think closing thoughts, I I think I'm really no part of me is is second guessing anything that has happened since we met decisions we've made i mean i wish i had made more content i always wish i made more content <laughs> but um oh, i had oh i've had a whole th fuck uh wait wait hold 
Hold. Oh shit! I, I think it, I think it flew away. No, I got it. Wait. This is part of it. Hey, everybody! You probably do this too. This is just a shout out. It's okay. It happens to me too. Um. Yeah. And uh. Oh yeah. Um. But I am still scared. I'm scared and nervous. Um. But not in a second guessy way. I'm scared and nervous that I'm gonna fuck it up. Oh, I'm scared that I'm gonna fuck it up. Oh my god. What? <gasps> Do you want to just do our best and and try to help as many people as we can together and just acknowledge that the world is a tumultuous place and sometimes things don't work out? Yeah, but what if you move to Georgia and then you realize that I'm (sighs) terrible and you don't like me? I've said that. I don't know know if you said this on the podcast before, but you said it to me all the time and it's valid. And thank you for being honest with me about how you feel. Um, But I will say a version of the same thing that I say every time. If you this whole time had been pretending to be this person where it turns out you're terrible, you wouldn't, we would never have met because you would have been a world famous Meryl Streep level actor. <laughs> like if all this is a ruse and you're actually terrible, bravo. That is impressive. I know, like it or not, Katie, I know you pretty well. And I know you're not terrible. Thanks. That's what she did say. We'll work on it. You show me the ways that I'm amazing and unaware of and you gotta help me out and stop hitting myself. You're I'll, the best. I'll help you stop hitting you're so dumb. You're the best. What are you even talking about? No, you're like, it's impossible. Because you're the best. This is the end of the podcast. This is the end of the podcast. <laughs> no, you hang up. No, you hang up. That actually was the end of our podcast until now. When you're doing it, it once. It Every time after we stopped recording, it was like, all right, bye. Bye. Uh, it was impossible. Yeah. Uh, okay, seriously, this time. <laughs> it, it does... It does occur to me that this is the first time that we've recorded a podcast in the same room in about four months. Yeah. Did we do one? I think it was my parents' episode. Yeah, it was your parents. That was the same room. Yeah. And then before, jeez, man. So it's been it's been a minute. Wow. Oh my god, dude. If first off, if you made it this far, thank you so much. Sorry about the audio. We're recording with a lab mic in a hotel room. Um, but also, this is the last episode of season one. It is. So that's pretty cool. I feel the amount of the 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 absolute like I just started crying. It's fine. <laughs> like I literally just started crying. <laughs> it's it's I don't know. It's the last it's the last episode of season it's be one. Season two after this. I mean we we are we fully reserve the right to post whatever we want in between now and episode one of season two because hey maybe something happens that we want to post then we reserve the right to do that. Um, but yeah, dude, season. Oh, Bobby, I love you. I love you too. Is this is season two is gonna start and it's gonna be like a whole other thing. All so <laughs> other it's gonna be. It's gonna be because you're gonna be like around yeah. and we won't have to like. It's gonna be so different and we're gonna be able to like do so much stuff. Yeah, and we'll have we'll we'll have time. We'll have time, Katie. We'll have time. I'm still probably going to stay up super late because I don't want to go to sleep when we're, when we're together. But. That's okay. Don't close my house! You're so loud. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, everybody, that's it for, for today. There's no interstitial or, or, or outro or intro because... Oh, buy some Z-Lo glasses or some shit. Buy some fucking glasses. Buy some fucking glasses. Thanks for, thanks for joining us and coming with us on season one. Um, stay tuned for season two. This is the season finale. Just a little moment right here. I don't know. Well, everybody, drink some water, 
take your meds, eat a snack, be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and hey, um, thanks for season one. We'll see you at season two, I guess. <laughs> I really wanted to make that something epic, and then it was just terrible because I'm crying. I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because I kiss you. Oh, I mean, kiss. Is it? Is it? Is it miss you or kiss? It's miss you. Yeah. I thought he wanted to like stay up and kiss her.